Welcome to episode 20 of the JP Tocker Show. This is with Hayden Wolfsbauer for the third time. Look, I have so many questions for this dude, and um, so what we did is we saved him up to record an episode. Hayden has been to the CrossFit Games like five or six times. He's been a professional footy player. He's a box owner, and look, he's been lifting weights and taking supplements for a very long time, and he's currently training to get into the America's Cup, and we'll go into that in a little bit more detail about what he's up to. Um, and also, look, we talked to Hayden just a little bit about um, how he experiments, but he uses data to do that. Um, and as you know, he's not a doctor, but he does use evidence and data and results to back up what he does. And uh, look, he's, he's really helpful, um, especially to me and, and what I'm doing. So there's a little bit of a, a selfish podcast, but I think there's still some really good stuff in there that you guys uh, can take away. So check out show notes for all contact details, and uh, I apologize about the sound. I used my Apple AirPods. I thought I was being tricky, and I should have stuck to the sure podcaster. Um, there's a lesson learnt, and at times I use Zoom, and Zoom was a little bit dodgy. So if uh, anyone knows anyone from Zoom, um, they need to sort it out. Oh, and a little bit of a language warning. Yeah, enjoy. Thank you. Episode twenty. Cheer. Welcome to the JP Talker Show. Wolfie, this is your third appearance on the JP Talker Show. You are the champion so far. <laughs> Got too much time on my hands, I think. <laughs> I just. I just build up all these questions, bro, and then I'm like, I just might as well just give you a call and and yak it out and then uh, record it because um, mate, I, I do get chocolates of feedback. Eh? Everyone wants to know uh, how you do it, what you do, and and what you recommend. So it'll be a good time to catch up. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I think the last time was probably at the Mount. Not last year, year before. Yeah, so ages goes fast. Oh, yeah, they'll be coming up two years. Almost two really? years. Yeah, it was almost Christmas again. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, mate, yeah. you've already been through regionals as well. Uh, yeah. Yep. Regional. How did you go? How did you go this year? <laughs> got injured again in the first run. Calf? What did you do? Uh, popped a little bit of my calf. Um. No warm-up, they said, oh, up, you're on in two minutes. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you, you sh- that, well, how I thought it worked was, as usual, past regionals, I'd run the event. Even if everyone finished three minutes early, you'd still have your time to the time cap, then your time to get yeah. ready for the next event. But they just rushed it because CrossFit's the least professional sport in the world. So they go, oh, screw it. We'll just go. And I'd, I'd done a 250-meter row into a 40-meter oh, row. Yeah. So, Jesus. Um, so, yeah, it was just a bit of bad timing. Um, I actually thought it was cramped the whole time. Even afterwards, I was like, yeah. I got off the runner twice, and I was like, is, is this cramped? But then I've cramped so much time in my life. I'm like, yeah, I don't think this is cramped. So I just ran super slow. I still finished the event um, under the cap and stuff. was all right, but... I went and seen the physio after, and she's like, "Man, that's not crap, mate." I was like, it's, it's, "It's funny how when you do a calf, sometimes you can play through it for." Yeah, I think it's because it's warm and it's also yeah. there and yeah, and things like that. But I knew uh, after I got off the day, they reckon I did it in the double unders, but you don't really feel it. And then obviously yeah. the running was the longest part of the workout, so yeah. I got about five, probably about ten minutes into the run, and I was like. Yeah. I was just running on my right side a lot. Yeah. I was like, something's weird. But a few people had issues with that cramping and um, just no warm-up. The preparation was terrible for us to do a 40-minute workout. Um, would have been all right if you're in the f- um, in that first one because you got yeah. the whole time period and yeah. us in the, in the last heats were sort of restricted to what the guys in the previous heats had done. Yeah. So it was... Other than that, I um, it actually got worse on the deadlift on the next workout because coming onto your toes for the squat cleans and oh, stuff like yeah. that. Was but I still went pretty hard. Um, yeah, I spent out there and I had a bit of fun, man. It was destroyed. Uh, I couldn't really care too much about where I was going to come that year, but um, I was just disappointed because I was pretty actually probably pretty confident going on some of those workouts. Yeah. 
Yeah, anyway. it's probably too. Are you going to do it again? Um, no, nah, I have a year off next. Oh, well, next year I'm not competing, no. Yeah. No, not, yep. not in CrossFit anyway, maybe something else. <laughs> are, you going to, are you able to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mate, tell us, tell us what you're training for. Yep. Um, what's that? Tell us what you're training for. Well, I know, but... Well, let's roll it back. How, okay. <laughs> America's Cup. Yeah, America's Cup, man. So um, let's roll it back. So you had this idea that it would be pretty cool to get on one of those boats and be a grinder. But, yeah. But, yeah, but I thought why, that'd be pretty cool. Why do you think, yeah, why do you think that's cool, though? It looks freaking hard. Um, harder than CrossFit, even. Just anything that's, anything that's sort of people don't really believe that you could do is kind of like fires me up more to do things. I think everyone's yeah. like, you've never been on a boat. Why would they pick you? And I've sort of <laughs> been talking to someone and they said, well, you beat these records, then we can't not pick you. So that's what I'm going for pretty much. So, um, yeah. I think because as a kid growing up, I remember it being a massive part of New Zealand sport, um, at certain times of the year. Um, like every four years, I think it's the same as the world cup. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the next yeah, one. So yeah, I've, I remember when we first went on that school, and it was a massive part. But the last thing you sort of think about has been on that boat. But then obviously, CrossFit, and that has allowed me to get to where I am now, I suppose, which is pretty cool. So having the capacity and the fitness to actually be able to have a crack at this sort of stuff without having yeah. done it for 10, 20 years, like I always played rugby. So it's not something yeah. you can usually walk in, but. Uh, CrossFit sort of allowed me, especially with the amount of time I spent on the salt bike and things like that, to sort of open up some eyes for some of those strengthening conditions and see that there is probably time to bring different athletes in for the grinding. And that's what they did the last year, I think. There was yeah, totally. Olympic rollers and cyclists and swimmers and triathletes yeah. and all these crazy athletes. And that wasn't we used to be a part of sailing, anyone thought, but it's probably one of the main focus is, is like how fast can we get the boat going yeah, yeah. so that's so yeah. so pretty cool so yeah i just think it's cool i think it's so far outside my comfort zone so i'm like fuck let's go <laughs> is team new zealand doing the bikes again or what is that yet to be determined i know they've announced the boat the type of boat no nah, they're um i don't think they've banned the bike but they're not they're not allowed to use them the next one now so it's back okay. to traditional grinding which is gonna yeah. pretty much you need Really, really good grinders. Yeah, yeah. and and so how close are you at the moment to hitting those markers? Um, I hit level thirty, so I hit one of them. So I hit level thirty for the first time this week. Um, so it was about coming up twenty four minutes, holding over eighty RPM on the grinder, going back and forth. Which is, if you think of that on a salt bike, a salt bike's <laughs> easy compared to this thing. Yeah, it's, it's not even like I try and explain to people because people think that a salt bike's hard, and I'm like. You've got no idea how fit these dudes are. Like their muscle endurance and their work capacity is scary. It's fucking, sc- yeah. it's very scary. Yeah, I thought I was had some work capacity, but yeah. no. Yeah, I, so. I mean, look, there's some of these guys are like are still Olympic athletes, though, right? Like yeah, they're not the their whole life. Yeah, yeah. So that, they've been training, you know, rowing or cycling for the last twenty years. So. Yeah. It's very similar work capacity and time domains to some of their sprints and some of their um their training. So I see how it transfers over pretty well for them. But um yeah, for me it's 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 an eye opener. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so you're getting it's very technical as well. Yeah. Can't just be, well, really? Can't be powerful and very technical. Yeah, yeah. So like the the grinding backwards and forwards, it's very technical. So if your technique's terrible, you can't get any power, but then your sustainable output's poor as well. So it's it's a lot more technical than you think, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm working on more. Who's coaching you in terms of your technique and stuff? Uh, that's Craig McMullen. Oh, Craig Oscar, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. He's, he's back and, back and forth with me quite a bit. He's um yep. he's really impressed with like my numbers and focus and stuff at the moment with like yeah. So I said to him, you've given me an opportunity, so I'll do what I can to try and hit those numbers. So um yep. he's given me time trials and training programs and times to hit and all sorts. Yeah. So it's pretty cool actually. It's a, it's a whole training program. And then he sort of put me in touch with a couple of people from 
uh, Emirates Team New Zealand as well. So yep. Um, yep. he said if they don't pick me up and I hit the record, <laughs> he said he'll 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 grab me. Uh, he'll take me to the but, states. So it's pretty cool. I got some good incentives, so uh, I'm grateful for the opportunities really. And then one of them is yeah. from you, so I appreciate yeah. that. Oh, he's a top man, Craig McFarlane, if, um, if anyone's wondering. So uh, we'll call him Oscar. He um, was from a uh, side of Otago, trained the Hurricanes for a while. I think, I mean, I think he did. I'm going to get this wrong. He went Leicester or Leicester and ended yeah. up with, um, has been a team oracle. And uh, he's a very smart fella. And he actually, not that I'm a great Olympic lifter, but he um, he set up the uh, the, power, the powerlifting room in Wellington for once over the academy years ago. That's yeah. how I learned how Olympic lift, and he, unfortunately, he moved on, and the next guy that came in didn't know how to train Olympic lifting. But um, yeah, he's uh, he's a bit of a dude, eh? He uh, he pumps a bit of tin, and he's got some of the capacity himself. Yeah, he um, he's I'm actually gonna send him some of him and his um, sailors some sort of strength and conditioning that I've been doing to see whether. Yeah. You know the transfer, and that's the cool thing about him. He's been in the industry so long, but he's still yeah. keen to learn new things. Yeah. Which is yeah. that's why he's probably as good as he is. Is he's not afraid to try new things and try and create the best athletes on these boats. So um, yeah. he's the one before the records. He's the one that's producing the dudes that are hitting level thirty for four minutes straight. Okay. Yeah. So he's the one. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you got to hold level thirty for four minutes. That's the record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's have you, have you had a He's like, you can beat that. He's like, I'll play, I'll play to the States. So we'll take you. So, about 26 took, minutes, I think. Okay. And have you hit the buy grinder or what have you What have you done? No, I've just been, so I signed up, uh, there's a place called EMF over here. It's a big franchise gym and um, they've yeah. got all the techno gym stuff, which they use on the boats. Also, not on the boats, but to, to collect all their data. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm lucky enough. They're just down the road. So, there's a few of them. There's two there. I just go on there yeah. and everyone just looks at me like I'm fucking some weirdo yeah. on this random machine, just yeah. sweating like puddles of sweat under me. But it's pretty yeah. cool. I just zone out, put my headphones on, and yeah. do my thing and then leave. Yeah. So, so. And, and has any of that transferred back into if you're doing a crossfit wad, you're noticing some capacity increases? Oh, like insane. Like the crazy amount that the, the the like the muscle endurance and shoulder endurance and midline stability I have now is like I wouldn't have been able to get it otherwise. Like yeah. I can actually do stuff that used to be impossible for me. It, it's pretty scary actually to transfer over, and that's just my body getting out. I think and adapting to new things. But um, yeah, I've even talked to another few people in the industry about this grinder, and I'm like, if you want to change it up, this thing. Midline, upper back, shoulders, arms—it's—it's it's way more than you think. Yeah, it's just yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. So, maybe old, uh, yeah. Maybe Castro will give you a call and I'll do some grinders for the next uh, CrossFit Games. Well, that's what we were talking. I was talking about the Craig. He's like, why don't they make like a double grinder for like teams? Yeah. And yeah, like. Yeah. And it'll destroy people if you haven't been on it. It'd be like yeah. the first time getting on an assault bike again. It would just yeah. Really yeah. So it's a, it's a cool little. Cool little machine, actually. It's been around for years. It's just never yeah. used. Yeah, yeah. everyone's no, sort of specialized training. When obviously specialized training is very, very small margin of training now. So, so um, yeah. Are you doing any cardio, vascular sort of longer aerobic training as well? Yeah, yeah, heaps. Actually, um, doing lots of long stuff. Uh, actually, probably about four or five times a week, I'm doing something over forty minutes to an hour yeah. long shit just either running biking rowing um yeah stuff like that just to help out but um it's just to get used to the work capacity and the load of it's um the difference of transfer over from crossfit is crossfit intensity is very very short and sharp so then the intensity on the boat is is long so like i'm not used to having the power output intensity for long periods of time. Um, and that's what the real draining part is, is 30 minutes. If it's a 30 minute race, you've got to have intensity majority of that race. If it's, you know, so CrossFit's not like that. It's, yeah, yeah it's very, you only really need to apply intensity at certain times. So um, yeah. this is, it's sort of demanded of you all the time because that's your job. So 
it's uh, it's a totally different sort of thing yeah but are you, are you maintaining yeah, weight um yeah i've dropped a little bit i've dropped a couple of kilos um but not a lot yeah it's because it's quite it's, it's quite intense it's not it's not as if i'm sitting on the grinder for like two hours and just cruising it's the intensity is still there so i'm able to hold a little bit of size because those dudes are upwards of 96 kilos on the boat they're not small dudes so yeah yeah um, but they're not they're not they're concerned not. About, yeah they're not concerned about your weight though are they Wow. No, nah, like I don't think they're sort of like in between 92 and 96 is for a grinder and a traditional yeah. grinder is pretty standard. But obviously, yeah. if you're 92, power output's better than the dude at 96. You're going to be lighter yeah. with more power output, so they'll take you over. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, the racing yeah. changed in that, that short format. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's really yeah, yeah. It's cool, man. I'm learning some stuff. I don't even know much about it. I've on so, um, that's the cool thing about it. I'm a bit more pumped about it because I don't know much about it. So, yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah. Are you yeah, everyone's cool? wondering what the hell I'm doing with that. But, yeah, I'm not too bad. I used to swim tons, but last three, four years has been pretty minimal, really. Um, yeah. The only time I would have started really swimming a lot is if I was confident I was going to get a spot at the CrossFit Games. And then even then, this swim's tiny, so it's... Yeah, CrossFit, it's not great swimmers, no. Yeah, for, for yeah, a real swimmer. There are dudes and yeah. they're swimming, but majority is pretty bad, yeah. So I'm probably going to do it. Well, I think I'm doing a, a 250K hike. Uh, one of my mates just goes, do you want to do it through the desert? And I was like, oh, yeah, let's do what? it. So, yeah. Through what desert? Uh, I think it's the Sahara or something else. You're doing that? That's yeah, well, valley one. I'm not training for I'm fucking turning up. When is that? Um, I don't know. He did one not long ago. Uh, his name's Ben Seymour, actually. He's an ex-footy player. He played a bit of super rugby as well. Um, he did one through, I think it was over like Chile Way. And yeah. yeah, I was talking to him. He's like, you should do one with me next. And I was like, yeah, right, let's do it. So, right, yeah. So maybe I'll, I'll clock up like a 50k hike or a 50k run or something before I do it, but that's about it. I've heard that those dudes they like have to wear shoes like a size bigger because the feet swell and they do all that kind of shit. Yeah. And just gonna rock up. You're gonna do a day. Have you heard of that guy David Goggins? No. The Navy Seal guy. The, the um. He, he's been on the. Actually, recently he was on the Joe Rogan podcast and told a story. He's got a book coming out. But he was a Navy SEAL and he wanted to do the Sahara 90-mile event. And they said, you can't just turn up. You need to qualify. So he turned up and did a 90-mile race in 24 hours around a racetrack with no training. And he eventually, like, his body gave up and he shed himself. Um, he finished the race, but just, it collapsed. Once he stopped moving, he basically collapsed and all his organs shut down. Yeah, yeah, but but he did it. <laughs> he completed it, and he did the Sahara like about two or three weeks later. Yeah, they're all meant. It's it's a lot of mental more than anything. But yeah. like I've done that much training that like my muscles and body can cope with it. Whether your mind just wants to keep tapping yeah. it or not, really. So that someone like a Navy SEAL would have trained for that. So yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah, hopefully I don't know. I was going to do the coast to coast. That's a massive one, 250, but um, that one's sold out within a week. So it's, um, yeah, yeah it's uh, we'll find one. Yeah. yeah, I want to do something, but I don't want to do it in heat. I'm thinking maybe like a 40K walk. <laughs> Actually, I'd love to do There's a couple of really good mountain bike ones I'd love to do down south. There's one um, that's a, like a sort of like a coast to coast. I'd love to do it in a mountain bike in a few years, but I'd have to put in a few yeah. hard yards for that. Yeah, and, and and like trying to do. Well, well, yeah. I really say it's impossible. The thing where I'm like, well, fuck you, I'll just do it to prove you can't wrong. So, <laughs> Is that a little bit? Yeah, ninety-five like, kilos. Like, mate, oh my, I'm, I can't. One thing is, I can't get under a yeah. hundred. So it's I'm always like these things, like you can and can't do. But I don't know. I don't know why. I don't think there's no such thing as you can't go and do it. Like, 
Can you explain I've to me how different can... mindset to most people, I suppose, or things like that. I don't think anything's really. What's that? I feel like getting under 100 kgs at the moment with me is impossible. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your is pretty hectic, though. I have kids and stuff. It's more probably stressed than anything. Just stressed out, tired, fucking, then you just don't eat enough. Very often, your life, business stuff going on. It's hard. Yeah. I've just stopped my video to stop that sound. Yeah, look, I wondered, look, I, I did a couple of weeks and trying to drop my calories back. Yeah. Um, I've just, so I've just stopped the video just to see if this sound So I dropped my calories back for a couple of weeks to see if how it's going. And I hadn't, didn't really get much out of it. Um, and I was sort of trying to, I'm eating a little bit better, actually eating a little bit better, even taking on a bit of bone broth and some bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, but sort of hovering around a, around a mark. I, in fact, I know I'm getting a bit fitter and I'm, I'm, I'm lifting pretty heavy too. Yeah. Um, but just, yeah, can't lose, lose, losing that midline is, uh, is becoming a bit difficult. Yeah. Oh, there's most people were just had to go into a calorie deficit because that's just what has always worked for people. But yeah, most of the time, it's not necessarily just being in a calorie deficit because that's still stressful as well. But it's finding um, it's fun. just as much nutrition as anything else. So uh, lose heaps of weight, but insulin sensitivity some people do respond better to high fats low carbs some people need a good mixture some people are super high carb no fucking fat so it's yeah the testing needs to be done before you actually want to be able to lose weight but daily and um be a normal human without being a zombie on 2000 calories and trying to train two hours a day so whatever it is so um that's what I'd recommend to anyone now. Even the people that come are in the gym, I'm like, have you had your blood test done before? And they're like, never. And I'm like, how do you even know what's even going on in any part of your body? You know what I mean? Like yeah. just because you cut 50 grams of carbs a day does not. In fact, you're going to stress yourself out going too low, then you're going to put on weight. And then you're going to be like, Dieting doesn't work, and I'm like, oh, it's just a circle. But uh, half a fucking clue will be telling you the same thing because you need to find out what's going on inside. Else, you can't do shit. Mate, do I turn your video off and just see if the sound does a little bit better? I'm just, um, I'm just losing it. You can just click on stop video. Yeah. Yeah. Zoom's generally good, but mate, so so we're just saying, we just just got a little bit uh, sound. Coming in and out. So, mate, I'm sort of battling, and you're saying need to get my blood checked. But if I go to the doctor or get a blood test, what am I asking for, and what sort of markers am I trying to get? Yeah. So the general, a general GP will he'll just do your general bloods, um, and then he'll run through the panel and he'll go, they're all they're all fine. This is what you hear all the time, and you go, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know what you're talking about pretty much is what you should say to him <laughs> because yeah. doctors don't want you to be an optimal. They want you to be just normal because they don't like you being an optimal because that's just like, it's, it means that you're just like your body's operating actually properly. And no one likes that in the fucking medical world because they just want to prescribe you some shit that they can keep telling you to take. So yeah. you need to go to a sports specialist and they're going to test for certain things. And that's, Lots of things like all your hormones, like your testosterone, your vitamin D, um, you get your magnesium, your vitamin C's, and all those checked properly. And he'll go, these are not optimal. We need to get them to optimal before we start thinking about doing other things. And that's what a real good sports doctor will do. And he'll be able to tell you, like, no, your estrogen is too high. Your brother, brother, we need to do this with your testosterone. We need to do this with your sleep patterns, your water levels low, whatever. Vitamin D is another 
hormone balancing thing. So you need to up that. And he'll just, they'll try and bring everything to optimal. And then all health industries, they just want to give you shit all the time to make you keep coming back. So um, general GPs know nothing about this. And people will probably have a go at me for saying that. But um, even though I'm not a doctor, I've done that many of them. And I only go see certain sport doctors now. The funny thing is the sports doctor will tell you the same thing. Is they don't specialise in it, so they actually yeah. don't know what they're doing. So, so in, in Aussie, how do you see sports they're doctors? They're just general. They're just general doctors. They're not specialists. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so going to see a fucking random PT about Olympic lifting. Like, go see a, a specialist weightlifting coach if you want to get better. Like, it's the same with everything. But, but everyone just has this thing in their head that doctors know everything. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, so yeah bloods are the key to anything like you need them to see just as, as markers too and the cool thing about them is you can go back to them so if you start getting tired again you might go back and you're like when i was feeling good i was optimal at these levels and then they might have dropped and it gives you a baseline now for forever to see what's going on so okay um, i think that's the cool part about them that it's just going to be um it's just going to give you feedback for the for the rest of your life, pretty much. You know what I mean? So it's um it's pretty handy, really. I'll have to work out how. I think to see a sports doctor here, we have to have a referral from a GP in New Zealand. But I'll oh uh, I'll yeah yeah. That's yeah some, right. In the states, there are companies though that you can send samples to. Yeah, um, yeah. There's there's genetic testing now. I'm going to do the genetic testing as well. Um. um Eddie Hall, the strong man, he gets it done and it tells you like whether you're more fast switch fibers, whether you don't respond well to heaps of carbohydrates or fats or um, you, you actually function better off six hours of sleep rather than eight hours of sleep or you need to have six, out, six liters of water compared to the normal four liter because your, like your cells need more and like it tells you like all this crazy stuff and it actually tells you what sort of training you should be doing or applying to your training like you might be better off doing more threshold training than someone that does more aerobic capacity like you're different responders so like your, your genes sort of respond better to things so you're not burning out all the time and all this crazy stuff but it's getting pretty massive so it's pretty cool that they can do all that now is that like 24 and me is that one of the ones i don't know what his one i think his one starts with an m it's like Medio or something weird like that, but there's, there's heaps of them out there. I know you can do a few in Australia, um, but yeah, I think that's going to probably be a massive part of sport, especially if you're getting paid millions of dollars. Like they're going to find out how they need to train you, what they need to feed you to get their money's worth. Like yeah, that'd be that'd be dumb not to do it really. But I think it's happening already, so they're probably already doing it. So, so once you do get your blood markers done and say you are deficient in a couple of areas, does the sports doctor generally sort of put you on supplements or something to try and bring up a couple of those areas? Or if it's yeah, yeah, supplements. Uh, yeah. Nutrition-wise, I'll tell you, I see a nutritionist and maybe factor in all these stuff and you'll give your bloods to a nutritionist and they'll say you need more of this food in your diet. Uh, they'll tell you, add some supplements here and there. Um, yeah, everything. That's like that's the whole thing because once you get blood, you can actually go to all these professionals and get advice rather than yeah. oh, I've been fucking tired. And then you go to a nutritionist. Oh, you need more carbs probably or something like that. And then you go to someone yeah. else. Oh, you need some of this. It's just a guessing game, you know what I mean? So um, sometimes guess the guessing game works for some people, but majority, if it keeps occurring, you keep getting tired again. I think bloods is the is the only way to go really. So. I haven't had mine done for about probably eight months, so I'm due to go again and see where I'm at. So yeah, uh, yeah. And what's your what's your diet like at the moment? Um, my diet is it's pretty actually it's pretty clean at the moment. Um, I since I started training at about five in the morning, I do conditioning in the morning, and then I do another session in the Arvo now instead of middle of the day, just because um it's going to work better with um with the kids getting older and stuff like that so i can spend more time with them but um it's pretty clean i'm a big carb responder so i have way more carbs than most people um i'm usually about 450 minimum a day um well and that's a lot like most people would freak yeah. out much carbs and i'm 
I, I can still say very lean on that. Um, but my body just really responds well to carbohydrates. So um, I've done them all. I've done the high fats and stuff as well back in the day and just doesn't work for me. It doesn't mean it doesn't work for everyone. Just it, my body just does not work well with that. So, um, and if you are trying these things, you've got to try them for more than two, two weeks. You can't just expect your body to just yeah. be like, oh, yep, this is perfect for me. Give it a, like, <laughs> give it a good run if you yeah. want to try it and then, then – give your opinion on it rather than people do it for a week and they go, oh, diet sucks. And I'm like, you've done it for seven days. Like, <laughs> you're not having an opinion on the diet after seven days, yeah. man. So, um, but yeah, it's pretty clean. It's just usual though. I have a decent amount of carbs around training. That's where I have most of my carbs so I can have intensity. But I don't need a lot of energy during the day. If I'm just coaching and stuff like that, it's, yeah. it's a waste of sort of, um, energy if I'm just doing that like um, so I, I have a lot of my um, calories around training time before and after um, so I can get that stuff done and then obviously I'm not a zombie for the rest of the day so yeah just general food uh, lots of fruit veggies meat um, and then if I can't get food in before that I'll, I'll take carbohydrates from like a supplement um, and some I still take pre-workout every now and then and all that jazz, coffee, all the good stuff, BCAAs, all that jazz. I'm always on that. And I take a heap of glutamine just for because it's really good for your, for your guts. So, um, yeah. yeah, other than that, it's pretty normal. It's um, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, I'm just trying to drink a lot more water. I try and drink three liters before about 9 o'clock in the morning, well. which, is, um, which is heaps, yeah. But if you can do it, it's amazing yeah it's just super hard to do it feels like <laughs> feels like you're bloated and you're just screwed for the first part but um the energy you get out of it like your eyes go wider your skin gets better energy in the middle of the day is crazy it's, uh, it's pretty cool actually it's actually chinese came out with the chinese water loading they do like two to four liters before like nine o'clock or something whoa um, okay and it sort of hydrates the cells and all that stuff and gets them sort of prepped for the day. So if you're fully hydrated first thing in the morning, man, you're going to have probably a pretty good energy consistent day because uh, you pretty much wake up dehydrated every day. So Yeah, I, I, I always wake up dehydrated, actually. It doesn't seem to matter, mean what I, what I do. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny enough, I do. I end up around the toilet two or three times a night, which <laughs> just makes... Yeah, you should be fully uh, like hydrated or rehydrated after the exercise before three o'clock. Uh, so you're probably going to go to the toilet all night, which is then inhibits your sleep. Then you get stressed out again, and it's just that cycle again. <laughs> it starts yeah. over again. So yeah, it's, um, the body's pretty weird like that, but it's also pretty freaky how it adapts to stuff pretty fast. So, have you have you changed anything in in the last? sort of six to 12 months or is there something you're doing different um yeah the one thing with the water if i'm drinking um, a lot of caffeine i always have about 700 mils of water to one coffee well oh, okay um that's pretty cool i actually learned that from um a naturopath years ago and i really didn't take it on board back then i was like that's a bit extreme like you're out of control and then I started doing it and um, yeah, I can have the same amount of caffeine and um, I don't get dehydrated as much from it because I'm sort of re-topping up and um, keeping hydrated. And that's probably another reason why people are dehydrated is they don't drink enough water, but they're having a lot of caffeine and stimulants, which dehydrates you as well. So yeah. they're not helping themselves anyway. So um, I'll be doing that and that's, that's good. I can have three, four coffees a day if I want and I can still sleep, be asleep by nine o'clock and yeah, but that's just the water, just way more water. Yeah. But you can't go too crazy on the water if it doesn't have some of it, doesn't have some sort of sodium and stuff in it too because if you drink too much, it'll just flush everything out. So people go drink eight liters of water and they're cramping up and they've got nothing in their system and I'm like, well, you've obviously overdone it. So there's always people doing that. There's always a bit of a balance, right? Are you putting salt or anything in your water? No, I don't, but I've got a BCAA from uh, Muscle Tech that has uh, has coconut water and it has some electrolytes in there, so it's pretty nice. I'll have a couple of them a day, 
and then on top of my water, it seems to keep me seems to keep me pretty well hydrated and no cramping and no burning out from caffeine. So it's good. And I'm obviously some some nights sleep a lot less, so it must be working pretty well because it's the only thing I've changed. So yeah. Old um, I was just talking to Kelly, and we're planning a bit of a boys trip, and I, I think I might pick up a, a case of uh, recovery aid. Have you given that a go? Recovery aid? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you've seen Fit Aid, right? Yeah. They've got like a recovery aid, which has got for, uh, HTP, HTP, HTP5 and turmeric and a couple other things in it. Oh, have they got... Um, or is it Party Aid? Is it called Party Aid? Have they got 5-HTP in it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's for the hangover one. Yeah. yeah, so that's good for your serotonin levels. So the dopamine serotonin levels and oxytocin. So when you're hungover, they get it all out of whack. So 5-HTP is banned in some countries at dosages because people will use it as something to get their levels higher so they sort of feel better all the time. But then it can have an opposite effect on people that are taking sort of certain sorts of medicine because it does a 180 flip on them. So ah, right. it's a cool, it's a cool product, yeah. Oh, that stuff's legit, 5 HTP. It should be a more stuff. Yeah. Get you motivated and get you out of that rut of, not any, almost like an anxiety sort of rut. Not extreme, yeah. but yeah, yep. you know what I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've had it for a little while. I, I, I've taken it, I'm like a, just especially in the winter, when the kids are waking up a lot and so this, this sort of gets you through. I mean, the other thing, like obviously you're on the Goldie, Wellington, mate, you just get into a bit of a, um, it's a bit of a dark place. <laughs> the weather's just so shit. Oh. Uh, and you don't see a lot of sun. My my brother swears by like a, a, a minimum sunbed every two weeks. <laughs> I'm sure. He, he said, oh, yeah. Just, just yeah, yeah, like as funny as it is, solariums. Yeah. <laughs> they have a massive place in places that don't see, don't get a lot of sun in certain times of year because again yeah. vitamin D is a hormone people forget that it's a hormone and it applies to a lot of things in the body if your vitamin D is low so um, yeah ah, that's um, that's cool that that product would be good that would be good for the boys after a few a few big ones <laughs> yeah, oh yeah she's going to be t- it's getting tough at our age you know I'm 36 now Kelly's what are you, 34? So you've still got a few more years. Yeah. You're just trucking along. Hey, mate, yeah. with what, um, the training, obviously you, you train trying to get on the boat. You've just started another business and you're still managing your box. Are you, how are you managing the uh, the family, the family time? And you've got number two now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, you just have to put things... Um, Christina sort of makes me write things down. So I write things down and I'm like, okay, in priorities, obviously, family, rada, 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 yep. whatever. It's different for everyone. I'm not going to put my things there because people will message me and say that this should be here and here. So yeah, cool. obviously families always at the top should be should be for anyone really, but obviously you got that. And then the other things below it and um, I just put them into priority. So like my training for like a few years before the kids was just, it was training like that's, that was what I was doing. It was pretty, pretty selfish, the old individual sport. But um, now it's sort of done a flip, but it's still a priority. I just make it a priority by getting up earlier in the morning now. So instead of me having a couple of extra hours sleep, I'm up at five o'clock training in the garage, um, getting 90 minutes done then of conditioning and then going from there. So they're all sort of priorities that in the business, it's just I have to manage my day a little bit different and have to be a lot more organized. So um, it's whether or not things are important to you. I think people sort of just love to complain that they're really busy um, and tired, but there's so many people out there that are busy and tired that are still doing lots of crazy things um, in business, sport or whatever, family. So um, I think, yeah, just prioritizing things and, being honest about what actually is important and if it's not then I can cut it out of that top five list and um, chuck something else in there that you can spend time doing I suppose so yeah but that's kind of what I've done so it's been working really well like the new business will be open in February all going to plan which is a massive big kids franchise which is cool it's about just getting 
kids back moving again. Um, yeah. They're sort of taking Australia and they just sold the rights to the USA by storm. So it's um, they're just trying to, yeah, just trying to get people, uh, trying to get kids outside of moving again. Or if they can't get them outside, bring them into us and we'll get them moving for you. You know what I mean? So it's a um, fortnight epidemic at the moment. It is. Awesome. I know. Absolute um, killer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've always been a gamer and things like that, but it's always been limited, you know what I mean? It's like a treat. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I can play PlayStation, um, but it's a treat. It's limited to this time, this, this. Even when I'm an adult, it's limited. I just don't sit around and play PlayStation for 12 hours a day. Like, like it's it's still like a downtime sort of treat that I like to do um, whenever I've got time, if you know what I mean. It's the same yeah. as nutrition. Nutrition now is like, McDonald's is not a treat for people anymore. Um, going out for dinner is not a treat. Going to a cafe is not a treat. It's just an everyday thing, and that's why everyone's obese. Um, and it's the same. My kids are socially awkward. It's because they're stuck in front of a TV for eight hours a day. So um, it's <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Actually, it, it, the, um, the 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 PlayStation and the iPad and look, I'm, we're guilty of this at times. Is like the default thing for kids to do. It's not the backup. I.e., if it's raining, it's yeah, or get outside. It's it's the go-to, which is which is not ideal. I don't know parents are busy. It's easy to to say it, but um, it's a, it's something difficult to deal with. Yeah, yeah, and you see people do it, and we still do it. Like if we were out, and obviously the kids are screaming and that, and sometimes every now and then we'll just chuck like a, a something on for them, but it's still limited. It's like as soon as they've watched it for a bit, we take it away and it's gone. So it's um, it's not as if we've already just plonked it there and we don't interact with them or anything like that. And it's, um, you see some people just give their kids the iPad and there's no interaction with adults. They sit at the end of the table and it's you can see how that's going to be bad for them later on in life if they're trying yeah. to. And they've never, they don't have any, you know, like um, interacting skills with like people, can't even look people in the face anymore. It's, it's bizarre. So. Um, yeah, I hate to see it in 20 years anyway, so that'd be weird. So I assume there's not like bench press for kids and squat racks and stuff? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> it's just all, um, so it's from six months old to 14 yeah. years. So you've got, you've got athletics, you've got dancing, you've got ballet, you've got free running, you've got Ninja Warrior, you've got awesome. everything you can imagine. And they're all specialist coaches too, so um, they're all doing their thing. and um, yeah, it's sort of junior junior coaches and senior coaches in the Arvo, but they're bringing in more curriculum stuff um, sort of every few months. So um, it's definitely going to take over everything you've seen. Like if you hear it here first, you, there's nothing else like it. Uh, it's the first yeah. place to do it properly and um, they've got huge plans for the next sort of – for the future as well of bringing in – their, their new stuff into their curriculum and, and trying to change this this for the for the better and and for good so it's pretty cool really yeah it's uh, something that we're me and Christina really keen to get behind and um obviously we were always active growing up as kids um you don't have to aspire to be a professional athlete but you still got to move and get the heart rate moving or do something so um hopefully it sort of inspires. Uh, some parents to get their kids back into sort of movement and stuff like that as well. So, um, yeah. Harrison did uh, CrossFit down with, with Luke down at Instinct Fitness last term and he absolutely loved it, eh? Like, just... Yeah. Because um, yeah, it's different movements of cricket and rugby and um, and it's just... Uh, he sees me doing it and so he thinks it's pretty cool that he gets to pick up a few light kettlebells and <laughs> jump up on the bars. Yeah. The kids, man, they, they pick stuff up so much quicker than adults, though. Oh, yeah, and that's the thing is my kids love uh, – they like being around adults too because it, it's sort of rare for them to be able to do things with um, adults these days and most adults don't really do anything these days. So when the kids get the opportunity to go and jump around on the bars, like it's pretty much just like the monkey bars, which you are banned these days at school, which is just like everything's Fair just – it's yeah. It's, so the top. Is it the same in Australia? Yeah, it's pretty hard out here as well. I think it's pretty similar to New Zealand, yeah, with all those laws and the food laws and it's it's out of control really. It's like 
poor kids can't do anything. They're not allowed to even climb a tree anymore, which is bizarre. Yeah, my, I mean, tackle rugby is mostly banned, ball rush. There are some schools that have brought it back and they allow a teacher to supervise, but um, oh, yeah, it's, it's tough though. Look, it, it's sort of easier being a kid these days growing up, but it's also harder. And um, I think it's harder for parents to raise, uh, <laughs> to raise kids, to be honest. There's just all this other stuff that they have to deal with. Yes, they're limit. That's they're always limited in, in everything, like what they do now. So it is hard. Like I want Matt. Like we're pretty. Like I suppose we're, I'm pretty hard on him. Like I don't. You know, I still tackle him now and push him over and things like that. And probably sounds like I'm <laughs> like a dad, but like yeah, I, I bash him around a bit. Like. And it's not as if I'm doing it on purpose. It's just he's going to get it anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if yeah. he goes to school and he wants to play rugby and he hasn't been used to playing a contact sport or getting pushed over, the confidence in the kids is going to be rocked and then yeah. it's just a whirlwind effect on everything else. So, like, you have to sort of set them up for something, you know what I mean? Like, give them an idea of what it's going to be like, I suppose. But um, you have to do that now. They're scared to do all that stuff because it's – it's frowned upon, even like hitting your kids will hit each of their own, but yeah, discipline and, and all that sort of stuff now as well. So yeah. it's weird, man. It's yeah, you can pretty much get your kids taken off you if you discipline people with them bad in public, they can complain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're smacking all on your zero, mate. That's crazy. I'm like, how does that even, yeah, mind your own business, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even no, if you're throwing your kid out of the car at 100 miles an hour or something. <laughs> Yeah, that might not be. You might get a call from stuff. Yeah, that's, that's probably not ideal, but yeah, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're, all, they're all going soft, soft, mate. Oh, she, she's tough. She's tough, I tell you. You know, look, yeah, um, my guy's lucky. He's got four older cousins who will play rugby and are bigger than him, so he just has to deal with it. So um, yeah. he is growing up probably in an environment where he gets smashed all the time. Um, yeah. He's pretty rough at home. He's really rough with my younger girl, who was probably going to be rough as well. So I'm kind of grateful that he's got that. Yeah, that's it. Uh, he'll be sweet. He'll probably be the one that excels because he's not going to complain when he <laughs> properly or something. Um, yeah. I, I actually did let him have a whirl of Fortnite this morning, um, and he's not too flash. <laughs> and neither am I. How good is it? <laughs> Oh, it's pretty good. I, I prefer Call of Duty, though, I think, mate. I, I don't get the whole building the whole building yeah. thing, you know, like having to fight with the guns and all that kind of stuff. But the building, yeah, that's that's a whole other skill. But, yeah, I've been playing the, the Blackout. That's pretty pretty good. Blackout? Is it the new Call of Duty? Mm. Might have yeah. to invest, I think. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while since I've uh, had a PlayStation game. Yeah, it's not bad, actually. It's... Um... They're all just good for like that downtime. Have have a blad on there, and then go back and doing your own. Go back to being normal. But um, I've always been a gamer since a kid, so I've always liked yep. them. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, not don't need to play them too much over here. It's always sunny. So you can always get outside. Pretty lucky, really. Yeah, but that's the thing. Eh? I mean, our, our winters are pretty rough. So look, we the PlayStation does get turned on in the winter. But um, we've got some sunshine outside now, so it's, it's get outside, get down the driveway, play neighbor, cricket with the neighbours, and uh, lose a chuck out of tennis balls. Yeah, Grace, stub the toe. Stub the toe. Oh, man, I haven't stubbed the toe in a while. Oh, I don't want to either. That was horrible. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. All right, mate. We might, uh, might wrap it up there. We'll uh, keep training hard. Are you over the ditch anytime soon? Um, oh, I'm actually in Wanaka, uh, started December for a wedding and then I think we're back probably January, pretty much, probably maybe April, come back to get the, um, Ali Christen. So, um, yep. yeah, we'll be back. We're still back. We've got another wedding in the next year. So yeah, we'll be floating back and forth still a bit for the next few years. Um, yeah, yeah. There's always, always like, back there. So yeah, we're always going to be coming back. So. I'd rather actually your uh, old nemesis Nick Puffy has just moved to Brisbane, so I'll uh, I'll tee you guys up. Oh yeah, he's the big tall fella. I think you remember yeah. him. 
Yeah. What's he doing? All Press Coffee, mate. Oh, like that's, what's it called? All Press. All Press. Yeah. New Zealand, New Zealand Roastery. They great coffee. My favourite coffee in New Zealand. Get him to hook us up. Oh, mate, he should. He, he's the man. He could so do a bit of uh, social, influence, social influencer. Yeah, I go through coffee like it's in a fashion. Yeah, mate, I'm sure he needs a bit of marketing. You're, you're the one. They're, they're building their base in Brisbane and trying to expand. Yeah, I just sell it to everyone at the gym. The <laughs> <laughs> whole market waiting for him. Oh, bro, I'll, I'll tear it up. We'll lock it in. We'll lock yeah, it in. Sure. He's yeah, um, into the old, you know, making their own coffees these days. So far out. You can make, I, I suppose you can make a lot of money, I'm presuming, off bags of beans. Like, he's. Yeah. Yeah, I assume they sell their beans over there. I mean, they certainly do here. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, he's well. And um, yeah, we, we, me and him have both got a house in the Mount uh, at Christmas. So we'll, we'll be, we're looking forward to that. Oh, yes, I'm sure the spot you're in last time. Yeah, we're going to be in the same street as my sister because we've got more kids now, so we've got our own place, but in the same street in Ranch Road and I think Pussy's in Ranch Road as well, so it'll be uh, it'll be street parties every night. That'd be good. Yeah, mate, need some sunshine, hanging out. That's, that's a good place. Just Airbnb it? That's the one. Airbnb is yeah. the way forward. Yeah, so we're going to do that. Hopefully, go to Hawaii for a few weeks, and maybe like September, October next year, we're going to Airbnb there and just yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we'll try and do the same. We didn't we didn't have a break this year because we're uh, in Reno in Reno life, um, and it's just been oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's uh, pretty chaotic. Throwing a bit of cash in there. Oh, dude! I think if we knew what we had to do and go through, we probably would have probably wouldn't have done it. So we just went head first in, and I think it's probably actually a bit of a blessing. Um, and yeah. we're just rolling with it, rolling with it, and we should be done in about four weeks, I think. Hopefully, depending on good weather. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, that's expensive. That stuff, Jesus. Yeah, she is. She is. But look, we've been in our place for a while, and it's actually more expensive to buy and, and stay in the same area and expand. So. Oh, it would be um, it's crazy like that now, isn't it? Yeah, 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 indeed, indeed. Yeah, right. All right, mate, I'll get some, uh, I'll get some blood started and I'll send you some stuff my way and then hopefully I can get under this 100 kg. It's like a mental barrier for me at the moment. Yeah, and that's it. Like, you're going to, like, until you get your blood done, then you can sort of see what's going on and then apply, like, your diet and your training towards geared towards that once you've got that sorted it'll make a huge yeah. difference because you have more yeah. energy to do things as well which is really yeah. you need energy to do shit if you don't have energy you can't do shit so like it's pretty simple but people just overcomplicate it to the extremes and then get sick and then it's just a circle of circle of death so, yeah and i've been a bit cooked this weekend too so uh yeah Get into it, mate. Let me know what they're like. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. Nice chatting with you, dude. Yeah, hey, right. We'll, we'll catch up soon. Okay, Keep sounds good. Keep up to date. Okay, see you, bro. Thanks, mate. See you.